You're listening to Just Enough for the City, episode 10. I'm your girl, Legina and... Danielle. Well, well, oh my god, Legina, episode 10. Episode... We need a theme song at this point. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's already taken. Alright, let's let's get the... We're doing like a... We're doing like a ghetto tequila sunrise. Why do you have because I've been conditioned all my life to think that the only that black people do is less than. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay, so Danielle. Danielle. Who's Michael? Oh, Michael or Sound Guy. You guys, listen. Um, Michael or Sound Guy is refusing to come back on the show until he gets a raise in benefits. And we ain't got so that kind of We're hiring. <laughs> We're hiring those who aren't looking for benefits. We want someone freelance. Um, preferably someone young and hungry. And, and willing to work. And, and willing to do the things that we just don't feel like doing. Like you know? everything, really. The work. Basically. The work. Wow, wow. <laughs> I haven't told Michael that he's been let go yet. This is going to be an awkward conversation. Of course. Because he was never officially hired. He just stopped. He wouldn't stop showing up. Right. So. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, hey, should we have, I mean, a three strikes are out. I don't like his attitude. I don't, I don't like that he always has a question for us. Right. I'm asking you the questions. Right. I don't understand. I sign your checks. And why do I have to use my own tambourine sound? (laughs) What's, What's the sound guy doing that he can't? I know. I don't like his attitude. He's. I don't like. I think he just doesn't like that we're in charge. He's always wearing shorts in the winter. I don't like he's that. He's totally just. He's. <laughs> he's not. He's not a feminist. He's a, a manimist. Oh my god! Have you heard about men's rights? That sounds amazing. There are like men's rights activists now, and I feel like men are always being placed. All the ills of the world are being placed on men. So there's like these group of men's oh rights gosh. activists. You don't get to. Okay. All right, men. I right? guess you know what? I think they need like a men's relief club or something to where like you know they can complain about the things that we do to them. But I don't like, men's rights. You okay, guys have all the rights. We're drinking drinking an inventive. How about that tequila sunrise? I really love that you're using new words for things. Use your finger to stir it. This gonna, is very inventive. I just came off the subway. Oh. I don't know what that. Your got. stomach lining has really hobo adapted bo- to living hobo here. Hobo booty all up and down the pole. I don't want it in my drink. Hobo booty, cheers. Hobo booty. All right, Danielle, what's up? Tell me what's what's going on. What's mm. going on in the world? What is going on in the world? You know, I woo. Don't, that this is tequila sunrise is pretty amazing. A lot of tequila. Um, well, the latest and the greatest, I think, is that blue blue ivy. The other one, Northwest. Oh God. She was baptized in Armenia. Does that make you happy? Where's the sound guy? We need like cheers. Ah, yeah. See, I think that's why he doesn't like us because you keep calling him the sound. His name is Michael. You know, he, I feel like I it's he's Michael the sound that. guy. Like it's like I think a he's thing. sensitive about that. Sorry, Michael. He probably also doesn't listen to this podcast. This he has to. He does the sound at the end. I don't think that means anything. I think he just like puts sounds in. Well, anyways, he ain't getting no benefits. I think my internet isn't working. It, your internet isn't working. I had to sign on to something that I don't know if they're actually stealing all my credit card information. The free NYC <laughs> Wi-Fi. Oh, they're stealing all your information. Okay, I'm turning off right now. No more Wi-Fi. I'm just kidding. Point. Okay. So oh, Blue Ivy or no? no? Northwest. Northwest yep. was baptized in Armenia. Yes, she was. Because I don't think that's where it was, though. I think it was in Jerusalem. 
Was it Jerusalem? Like they went, they went to Armenia and then they got her baptized in Jerusalem. Well, good for them. Are they? I'm not religious. You know who I don't. I, so I don't care. I'm like I I'm, I am spiritual. I won't say religious. I believe in God. As girl, don't lie. You married to Jesus. He's my homeboy and my <laughs> bae. Yeah, and your bae. Um, but Bezos. I definitely. <laughs> Never say that again. I definitely think that the the West Kardashians or the Kardashian Wests are just too extravagant, too extra. So extra? And it's like, oh, extra. we got to go all the way to the motherland to get our baby washed Who's in the mother's waters land? of Lake Minnetonka. That's where they should have baptized her. Yes. In her little, her little her. prince outfit. That would have been amazing. Well, good for them. I mean, I guess I'm glad that her soul to. is good. Does, doesn't her the the mom have like... A church, aka, aka a tax shelter. Wait, the mom is in Chris Jenner, the yes. the golden womb bearer. Is that a thing? Ew. Her womb is golden. Is it? Look at those girls she birthed. What? Mm. <laughs> Girl, I don't have anything nice to say. You don't. You hate Chris, but I really actually I think Chris is the so I need to I don't mind Chris because at least she's the only one that seems to actually get it. Like. This is shamelessness, you know. She has no shame. She I has none. Whereas her daughters try to act like, oh, what? No, this fell in our lap. And Chris is like, oh, I done killed about 20 chickens a day. So, given my life I drink to virgin Lucifer. blood. You know, at least Chris gets it. Chris does get it. And I think, well, you know, I don't know how, Chris, how Kim and Kanye are raising North at this point. All I know I mean, is that that baby is scowling at all times. <laughs> and I mean, except for that one time she was photographed in a bulletproof vest and she was smiling and uh, loving life. Well, I mean, I think it has to be really scary for a, a small child to have all these people around you Always screaming. Always taking pictures. And taking pictures. I, I don't understand. I mean, I know it, sometimes it happens and they can't help it, but you have to... They do court that attention, and I, and I don't think it's the best for their kids. But I'm not worried about North, the Northwests of the world. She'll be fine. She'll always be fine. Isn't no it a what? damn shame to know that, like... This child never actually has to work if she doesn't want to. Well, we don't know if their wealth is going to be generational. We don't, but I know that North <laughs> is already making money. There's oh, no way. Is she? There's no way that she's not. She has an appearance fee. <laughs> Anytime you see me scowling at my Yeezus she's jacket. Gonna be, she's going to be hosting her uh, second birthday at a Vegas nightclub. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She hasn't reached Vegas level yet. I think she's still, you know, she had Kidchella. We, we have to wait till five. Yeah, to get the to get Vegas. There. The Vegas. She appearance. had Kidchella her first birthday, and that was adorable. How do you know all this about these? Who can I hate these people? No, move on. You do hate these people. I do. We can move on, but I, I did want to just mention. I know that you didn't care, so but Kanye they, did get wait. to cover time, and I thought that was pretty cool. No, we're not talking about that. That's. The, I feel so embarrassed for all these people that, like Martha. No, no. Martha Stewart wrote a glowing review about Kim Kardashian. That isn't real. Really? Yes. The time, the whole thing about the time thing was that other because I know Kim was included. People wrote about to, other yes. People. So Martha Stewart wrote about Kim Kardashian, how beautiful she is, blah blah blah, and then Elon Musk, who uh, is the founder and creator of of the Tesla company. Mm. Oh, and what else did he do? I forgot what Elon Musk has also done. But, you know, this very, you know, pulled himself up from the bootstraps, extremely intelligent man. He was pegged to write about Kanye. Right. And you're just like, oh. I mean, that's the fame game. Does he feel, like, excited about that in his career? Is that, like, a low point? Because, I mean, he's done a lot of things. I know, right? 
Well, why couldn't they at least do like an eye for an eye? Like I could have seen, I don't know who could have written about, maybe like a model could have written about Kim, another musician written. But like I think... Especially for I want to hear Rob Kardashian write about Kim. Oh, God. that would be the they're read like, of we, all they're reads. Like, we actually can't print these. Words. <laughs> Let's fuck that bitch twenty seven thousand different times. <laughs> I guess we could run with it. But uh, did you see when he a couple weeks ago when he Instagrammed the girl from Gone Girl, the crazy girl, who was did. like, "This I is my sister." I saw that. He is revealing to us what we already know. But it, I ha- doesn't what he doesn't he always say? on their show. I mean, I don't watch, but I know, you know, I see the clips of it and things like that. And he's always coming for her. The thing about it is that he does, um, he obviously is having some serious problems. I think it would suck if all your family wants to be on a reality show and you don't. Yeah. And I also think that Rob is just a human being where the Kardashians are not. And it constantly shows. And, you know, he he falters in in his health. Well, he, and they make but, him out to be like a leper because. But he kind of is though, because it's like he doesn't have. Does he work? What you is know he what, doing? What does he do? You know, that's the thing. I feel it. See both ways. He does seem kind of like a layabout, <laughs> and it's like if you're not going to play the fame game, which is the family business, <laughs> which is the only game they know okay, how to play. Okay, they're like join the family business, and he's like, no, I want to be a. a I want to eat bonbons. I want to make socks or whatever it was he was doing. Which, he was making socks. Yeah, didn't he have a sock line or something? See, you know more about them than I do. No, because I saw it in the store, girl. I saw it at, like, Lord & Taylor or something. And I was like, what? Bruh. Yes. So let's get us a pair for They were kind of then... cute, too. They, I mean, they're men's dress socks. So they were, like, you know, dogs on them. They look like any old damn men's Men dress socks. that you could get for 3 for 12 mm, And he's instead charging. But they were, like, $50. I was That's like, so why are you so obsessed with me? What else? Oh, well, so the other thing that I just saw is that, um, so you know this whole WikiLeaks with the Sony? Yes. So WikiLeaks has, has now decided to put online all of the emails from Sony, from the Sony hack that earlier this year, and they categorize them so you can search them which is amazing which i looked at and i was like but i don't unless you know what to search for like, unless you're like searching for hot button words like race or yeah nigger but they're or, not like, like they're not gonna i doubt that they put i mean they might have a look we're on it but i I doubt that they would put those kind of things in their email like it's all gonna be coded cryptic cryptic contacts clues, maybe whatever. we should search for urban urban um so but one of the things that came out of this is that, so apparently Ben Affleck was on uh, that Henry Louis Gates show that comes on PBS. was called, like, Who Do You Think You Are? What is it called? Can you look that up, too? I don't know. Yeah. So, and um, when he filmed, it came, what they found out was that one of his, uh, his uh, ancestors was a, a slave owner. And so Ben Affleck was like, I want that taken out. And Henry Louis Gates and PBS, Finding, finding Your roots. roots, Finding Your Roots on PBS. And Ben Affleck was a guest on the show. And Ben Affleck wanted it taken out that his his long deceased, it mattered to nobody, to, in, in 2015 relative was a slave owner. And so now people are calling into question PBS's integrity, oh blah, blah, blah. Because, of course, Ben Affleck's ancestors are slave owners. 
I actually I don't know because I could I would not think that he I thought he was grow grew up pretty I don't know Ben Affleck's life. The name Affleck just sounds like it was made up anyway. They were probably like I know. But what I'm saying is, what why would why would you take that out when it doesn't matter? Slavery, of course, matters. But who who would be like? Well, now I'm never going to see one of your movies because your ancestors own slaves. Someone who's been dead. They've been dead, and also like it's <laughs> it is like on the basic level of things, just assumed that many white people have ancestors that have owned slaves. So that's no, just no, assumed in the no. same way that you assume that black people have ancestors that were slaves. Well, I mean, the numbers don't really work out that way, though. Most because first of all, it was like it was like the slave owners were like the one percent, you know? Yeah. So I think it's like, oh, that's interesting. I, you know, what? Where'd the money go? <laughs> where, where the money at? Where'd the, but I just thought it was so funny that he was so prickly, and that's what one of the things that came out. Oh, um, came out in the 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 wash of these Sony emails is that he doesn't want people to know that someone who died a million years ago might have owned, owned slaves or did. And here's the thing. People own slaves back Yeah, then. thank you. And not that it's like, hey, everybody let it go. But oh, yeah, no, we don't. But it's like, are we really going to crucify Ben Affleck? If we I'm crucify him for anything, can we, can we crucify him for Gigli? I'm, I'm still you, mad. I'm still mad you didn't marry Jennifer Lopez. And I'm even madder <laughs> that you showed up in videos. Just oh, Jenny from the block. Sucking on her booty on a yacht. Definitely, wasn't that the booty what he, like or groceries. something? There was something weird he did with her butt. He did. A, he like put sunscreen on it and slapped it. That's back when J, J Lo had a butt. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I've got. I'm still, I'm still. Oh, she here? Yes. Oh. You were bad girl and your friends bad too. Oh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. Welcome to the show, Chloe Hilliards. Chloe Hilliards. Yes. We were just talking about slavery, so you know that sounds like a slave owner name. Well, Chloe Hilliards. It does. I'm pretty sure it was. The hill of the Hilliards. Yeah, yeah. Of the South Carolina Hilliards. Yes. Chloe, we have so many questions for you. We're so, so, so happy that you can make it. Um, we want to just throw you right in there. So here you are. Now we want you to give us a 30-second bio. Go. Oh, okay. Counting I used down. to. I'm um, originally from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Never lived anywhere else. I was a journalist. That was my vision from junior high school. I did that for 10 years after I graduated NYU. And then I realized that people don't read anymore, and I started <laughs> telling jokes. Oh, you've got 10 seconds. Oh, and that's it. Single, I have a dog, and I like Charlie Brown. The Five seconds. Tune and not the man. I don't know what else you want to say. That was actually a really good bio. Thank I you. feel like I learned a lot. Really? I did. I did. You like your Charlie Brown head? Oh, love it. There's, what do the people call themselves? There? I don't know. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Brownies is cute. Charlie Brown has been overlooked when it comes to like our, you know, the cartoons of, of yesteryear. I, I identify with him because he was the odd man out. He was nice one, but he was bullied so and depressing. still loved. Oh, Isn't it? Gee. But no, yeah. not in real life. Cartoons do a lot to give you that good word. Yeah. Well, now, like, now I don't know anymore. Like, if you watch them like, as adults, though. Oh, yeah. You get, like, the message. Like, yeah. my friend put up a My Little Pony clip on her Instagram. <laughs> Wait, is it the old one or the new one? Because the new one is. It was the new one. There's uh, a new one? one? Pre- yeah. like, why? It's level. like Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, I don't even get into this weird plushy stuff. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> bro- bronies. Oh, bronies. 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 I used to love My Little Pony. Oh, my God. Obsessed. 
straight up there. And I love the trolls too. Did you guys like the trolls with the jewel belly? I didn't get into those things. I got into them. I don't know why. I wasn't girly. I was a tomboy. So I like G.I. Joe. I like She-Ra, He-Man, anything with like, you know, that you could beat up people who were bad. I was not. (laughs) I loved He-Man and She-Ra. Um, but I was all about Power Rangers. Oh, mm. yeah, no, I was done. I tapped Lord oh, Jesus, I used to run home to see them. I was, oh, yes. my God. Because yes. it came on at 4 o'clock? Yes. I couldn't get into it. I didn't like that I couldn't see their mouths. <laughs> like, you I, need like to, I need to see yeah, their mouths. I need to see what you're saying. I need to see the expression, the fight, and the angst, and the fear. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot of hate. It. a lot of jazz hands. I was like, let's come together, guys. <laughs> and they often did a lot of, like, <laughs> yes. I'd be like nunchucking people yeah, on the playground. Girl, and I would kill to have one of them outfits. Oh, no, I can't. And the body, mm, right? Because yeah. that was... They were snatched. They were snatched. They I never even one. thought about it. But that's why I like Charlie Brown, because he was all of them were lumpy and pumpy. All of them, well, <laughs> it was a real. Size no. 12. I love it. <laughs> Everybody in Charlie Brown is a size 12. It, it, especially Peppermint Patty. Oh, definitely Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty was like never here she, for yes. it. And yes. I love I love her best friend, Marcy. Marcy was the shadiest one. <laughs> oh, I love a good shady girl. Oh, and then who, you know who else shady. was shady? Different cartoon. Mm-hmm. DW. From Arthur. Oh, oh, served it every day, all she day. She was the shadiest boots of all of yes. <laughs> And she had imaginary friends, and they were just the shadiest And she saw was. Arthur I'm, coming every single time. I'm about to write this down for an idea, time. a yeah. first idea. The shadiest cartoon character. Yeah, Because you know it. who else? Daria. Oh, oh yeah. Love, Daria and Jane. Daria, Jane, Jane everybody was more shady Jane had all the shade. Yeah. Daria was just surly. Yeah. Why didn't did they remember the movie that they did, like the end, where they're supposed to go off to college mm-hmm. and she tried to get with whatever? And you know Trent. what? Somewhere Quinn is off still living the life. Still yeah. got her belly out. Yeah. Never worked. Or she peaked in high school. She, um, I, she probably peaked. She's one of those people that would peak in high school. She probably got knocked up and then got married. And then Daria is like living in New York City, being like a, an asexual magazine editor. Yes. She's Janine Garofalo. Yeah. No, but Daria like works for Exo Jane. Probably. Yeah. She created the It Happened to Me. Oh no, franchise. she <laughs> <laughs> It happened to me. I was bullied during childbirth. Did y'all see that one? Yeah. That during was childbirth. One. Childbirth, honey. When, when they are encouraging you, push. He's like, stop shaming yeah. me. Sometimes yeah. I don't know if Exo Jane are joking or not. I think they're trolling us. I used to like Jane Pratt. Like when I was a hard body journal, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to aspire to be like her. Really and then, yeah, it was. And then it really she was. Disappeared and then but doesn't came she back. have a drug problem? I don't know. It you better to say me. allegedly. 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 Yeah. It happened to But I think too. she wrote all about it. Or one of the women know. that worked there, there was a huge thing. We're going to have to dig into that. Yeah, let me, I'll edit we'll, that. We'll look for Jane for the response. <laughs> the response. Okay, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe. Oh, we my have, God, Chloe. We basically just, at, so Chloe, of course, because that's the whole point of this damn podcast, mm-hmm. is a comedian yes. to the stars. And <laughs> <laughs> it's your first time ever hearing that. You can put yeah. it in your bio. Um, and uh, we basically brought her here so we could pick her brains and then use everything that she tells us to get ahead and then forget <laughs> that we ever even knew her and be like, ooh. Who? Ooh. No, you, never knew her. You can open my mail. Hilarious. Um, so how did you find yourself in the comedy world? Um, well, I'm a nerd. So when I was a journalist, I had gotten to the point in my career when I was like, no no one's reading. I had done print. I had done magazines. I had done newspapers and, and web. I was at the Village Voice source. <gasps> I wrote for HuffPo. Yeah, I was for Village Voice. That's amazing. Amazing. I'm not that excited about the source, obviously. Oh, the, the, the Voice is dead now. So, so because yeah. print, I mean, I was there when the, 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 the paper was 
200 plus pages and mm-hmm. then literally like as the now recession hit like when the recession hit i knew before a lot of my friends in 08 i was like listen shit's oh about this to ain't change. looking good no and they were laying people off because a lot of the, the village voices advertising are local businesses and yeah. it was hitting them first before it got up the chain so then when i got laid off i um i was like ah, i went to i went to vibe it was at vibe and it was all digital and then i taught myself everything i needed to know about editing and html and social media and all that stuff and vibe had a resurgence right like it was going that to was, go yeah, down that was i was i totally brought it in yeah i was there <laughs> no, i, I said let there. me throw y'all some coins <laughs> yeah when they came back i was i was there we were working out okay. of harlem very very popeyes friendly oh girl right in the, mm, in the where bill clinton's office was right in the methadone area of one two fifth and and Pathmark. What's oh, the Pathmark? By the DMV? Oh, yes. oh, right Honey. Mm-hmm. The Honey. way that that area is set up, I can't. It's so, oh, so bad. I gained so much work, work, work in there in that office. It was nothing good to eat ever. It now was, they it have like terrible. an all-natural you wouldn't go to Pathmark? place over there. No, though. I was definitely not going to go to Pathmark. They were shooting people at Pathmark. Well, I was going to say, I went, when I, last time I had to go to the DMV last year, changed my name, someone had seriously got getting married, not that she's running away oh, from crime. Stabbed in the path more. Like, yeah. as I'm walking past, people are like, the police all come up and I say, yeah. oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah. Get, why are you trying to pick out your produce? Yeah. No, I just, I was walking past it to go to DMV. Oh, they, somebody, somebody. <laughs> like, I'll never I, shop there now. I was working there and somebody, I had just, it was a Chase Bank on the, on the corner of mm. the block and I had just came from there and I went back upstairs and you see all these cop cars, sirens like you hear right now. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, somebody tried to rob the Chase. <laughs> How do you do that? In broad daylight, daytime. Why? Why would you do that? You know, bank robbery has gone out of style a little bit. It's still hot. It's, uh, it's not in New York City. You can't really do it you anymore. Can't, no. No. How? I don't know. I think you need to be way smarter than people think you need to be now. No, you need to find a person who really don't give a damn about their job right. and then slip them a note. But you also have to make sure your face is covered because they have face recognition technology now. This is too much. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, no. If, so in my much. other life, I probably was a criminal. I, I think like, about it. I think about, like, if I was on the dark side, I would have been the best, worst person ever. Really? <laughs> no, no. It's too, I'm too old in the game. I can't. I'm too old. I'm too old for a lot. Of I'm too well, old now to you start can run things. Weed. I can't. You, you can't be like me. I'm too old to start a drug problem. No. Oh, oh my God. On Humans of New York, a few weeks ago, there was this guy who started, he started smoking crack at 50. Did you guys see that That's one? Terrible. No. Why? And I, well, because he was like, he was like, I hated my I job, doing? my life. He met this guy and one day he went over to this guy's place and he saw and he, like unexpected or uninvited or whatever, unannounced. And the guy was there, and he had like two naked women with him. Oh, it was titties. Yeah, and then he was like, and he's like, and I didn't start. And he's like, and that was the first day I started smoking crack. But it was because of the women. If it was just that dude there with some crack, pipes, you'd be like, like oh, if the good. women were like, we only take our titties off for, you know, you know, algorithms. He'd have been like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think he would have become a mathematician? Hell no, <laughs> he would have tried and failed. <laughs> But crack on me. I almost I smoked crack accidentally by one time. <gasps> now let me explain. I didn't smoke it. I inhaled it because they used to be, like before ISC took over that movie theater down in the village. Yes. It was like the seediest, cheapest movie theater. Uh-huh. And me and my friends this years ago went to see The Mummy Returns, and it was like ten people in the theater. Get out. Shout out to Brendan. You went to see is. The Mummy Returns. <laughs> yes. Because the you know when you know you know when it's the most important part of the story. Was that or before after you smoked the crack? I no, 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 no. <laughs> This is how we ended up accidentally... It led her to crack. 
So we were there, and you know what it is when it's a, you know everybody knows like the cheap because in New York yeah. City you have like yeah. a five dollar movie theater, no more. no more, no more at all. And so you and your friends, summertime, you're both, y'all, everybody's home from school, y'all just like, hey, let's go to the movies in yes. the village, like the the village Ooh, was the spot. So fun. And so it was like 10, 15 people in the theater, which you kept seeing in the front, like front two rows, just kept seeing a lighter flicking off and on. So I was like, oh, they smoking weed in the theater, but then you saw like this big cloudy, milky. Oh no, it sounds scary. Cloud, like, <laughs> I would have been like, I gotta go. This huge. <laughs> billowing puff all oh, looking like nice. Ursula from Little Mermaid. It was it was a mess and you smell it and it smells sweet. So you're like, oh, what the hell are they smoking? It? Yes. Smoking honey. And so like literally I was like, I can't because it kept it kept going off and on. So I thought if it was weed, I was like, all right, I'm gonna leave it alone. But they kept relighting whatever yeah. it was, which ends up being the I think you pipe. can get stoned off of just the, Yeah. So some we people went. Like, you know, everybody was like my I'm Feeling this shit. So we left, and it was oh like me God. and two other people went to the manager. Like, yo, they're smoking crack in your theater, yo. And then this one guy was like super. He was like, my lady just came back from the war. She overseas. She can't be going back there with crack in her system. And he was like, all right, I'll give you guys refunds for your tickets. Like, we ain't never coming back. <laughs> I actually need a detox. I don't. No, I love yeah. it when people are like, so we're gonna give you your money back. No, no, you no, no, sir. There, yeah. police need to come. There yeah. needs to be FBI you, investigation. We can't ask too much of people in the service industry. No, of course not. Everybody. <laughs> Your job in the service industry. That's what they want fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. But I feel like I'm if I give you fifteen dollars an hour, I still want you need to have a better attitude. I need you, you to You can't say, be Hello, texting at the you, checkout please. counter. I don't want to hear you talking about how groceries. much you hate your job. That is what gets me every time I go because I don't have I kind of I live on I live in between the Upper West Side and Harlem. Mm-hmm. But it's kinda is a food desert. There's yeah. not really there's like one good health food store. Um and so I, I go to Whole Foods not because I'm even I mean I like I eat healthily yeah. but because like I want my I want well because I want my damn eggs to last more than a day oh, yeah. <laughs> say, I don't want spoiled milk I don't want yeah. I don't want dusty produce I don't want spiders and shit crawling out my banana yeah. talking about <laughs> hey hey you yeah. making that banana bun <laughs> yeah oh yeah so any little but I feel like the people that work there on the on the one on Columbus and a hundredth Calling them out. The worst attitude, no matter what time of day I go. You know why they have the worst attitudes? Because they don't buy the food that you buy. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Because what happens? But don't is, they get a discount? No, but I don't know if they get. I, I'm pretty sure they may get a discount. But what happens is, is like if you continue to look at people like, oh, they think you think you're better than me, and then if you yeah. don't eat or take a part of whatever the business that you're working at, then yeah. you don't appreciate and you don't realize. Yeah. Like, no, it's or just you a quali- can't afford to take yeah. a piece of it. Or yeah, but the thing is, it's a quality product that people are paying for. So instead of looking at me like I think I'm better than you, mm-hmm. just say, well, I get. It's just it's just groceries. Yeah. It's just groceries. I'm, it's just groceries. And so they feel like, oh, maybe I can't afford it, or I don't understand why people. It's like a it's like a defense mechanism. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand why people want to spend this much money for yeah. X, Y, and Z, but then you turn around and you spend twenty dollars at KFC Ugh. and then you got to get your foot Girl. cut off at 37 because we trying to live I stopped going to KFC I used to go to the one not even gonna lie on 14th Street the, the, the famous viral video with the oh. rats coming oh. out yeah, yeah, oh yeah. god I'd be I don't do it. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir. I don't do it. I'm just trying I'm to like, get my popcorn yeah, chicken. This, this rat's like, get out of my way. <laughs> excuse me, I'm trying to order this, the number two. Okay, so you, that's, oh wait. So well, you, I never said, okay, yeah. so I took a class. That's what it was. Once journalism was yes, it for me no more. I took, um, I, a friend of mine had taken a, a, com- a stand-up comedy class, and he was like, you should definitely do it. And I was like, oh. Sounds like us, Because you're a funny girl. Um, well, it wasn't that, I didn't do it. 
to be a comic, I did it because I wanted to transition into television from print. So I was like, oh, I did print, I did digital. Let me try television. At least I can be quick and witty and interview folks and maybe do red carpet or whatever. Even though I know I didn't really want to do red carpet, but it was like, let me just get out of sitting at a computer for 12 hours a day. Amen. And then mm. I took the class, and then you have a graduation show. And at the graduation show, everybody's like, oh, when are you going to have another show? And I was like, I didn't really plan on having another show. I just wanted right. to do it. But then I was like, all right, I put the investment, the time, and the Paul, energy into it. did you have David it. LaBarca? No, no, no. I was at, I, the school I was associated with is called the Manhattan Comedy School, and they were then affiliated with Comics, which has since closed. Yeah. Uh, and now they're with um, Gotham Comedy mm. Club. And so I would do, I like, one show a they're day. They're still around. Yeah. Manhattan Comedy Club. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely still around. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I would do, like, one show a month. and be like, oh, my gosh, I have one show. And then it was like, oh, let me try and get another show. And then it just slowly kept building. And I had a job at the time. I was working for a now-defunct um, website. And it was just killing me. And I was like, I don't want to work at this this place anymore. And I knew when I when I left Vibe for this job to head up the site, I was like, this is the last job I'm ever going to have. This is the last one. I'm going to finally get a chance to run a site. I did it for, like, seven, eight months. And then I worked to get laid off. So I'm not unemployment. You better work to get laid off. Oh, yeah, you gotta work what to get laid off. What were you doing? Were you still in the bare, were you still in the copy machine? No, no, no. We all work remotely. So I just you just work from home. So because everybody was all over the country working on this website. Oh, wow. So what I would do is I would um like say if my boss called me, I would see him calling me and then I would call him back in twenty five minutes. <laughs> and he would be like, It was something really important. I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry I didn't see the call. Do you need my help anymore? And he would be like, Oh no, no, somebody else took care of it. And you just do that for like two months and then they realize. Stop being reliable, basically. Well, you don't want to be ne- it's, you don't want to be negligent. You just want to you just want to slack off just enough. enough. You gotta you know you gotta cut it back just so like, enough. Like, well, someone's gotta go. Well, who is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. wasn't doing yep. shit. And no, I was doing it, but I just wasn't doing it to the best of the ability you wanted me to do it. And right. so then I got unemployment. And then once I got unemployment, I was out every night performing and trying to get up and show my face. And yeah, because that's the hard part. It's like when you have a day job like you ladies do, you Ooh, can't girl. really hang. Yeah. Like the part that people don't realize about comedy is the hanging out. Like. People need to see that you're truly interested in this world. They want to see that you're not just trying to get on a show. They want to see that you want to know who people are. They want to see mm-hmm. that you go to different clubs and you're comfortable and you're not socially awkward, that you can be friends with folks regardless of whether they're funny or not. Because the reality is a lot of times people won't even really talk to you until they see you perform because they want to know they're not wasting their time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've experienced you that. have to you have to show that you're out. And if enough people say, oh, yeah, I know that girl, Chloe, then it's like, oh, OK, maybe she's serious. And then. Once, you know, it's been, I mean, I've had friends, friends in comedy who I've been friends with for like probably two, three years. And it was like a good year and a half before they actually really saw me perform. Wait, so going back to the part where you said people want to make sure that you're in it for real and not trying to get a show. Do you feel like a lot of people, like a lot of comics are reticent to be friends with people that they feel like, like for myself, I'm coming from the acting world Mm -hmm. and you think. There's a, there's like prejudice there. They don't want to deal with people that are like you're just doing this. They to just want to deal with people that they think are actually funny. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, what, um, what are, I they want to they want to deal with people who they think respect the craft of comedy because ah. because I mean people think that comedy is easy and it's not. No. Um, and they think Man, and honey. also a lot of people don't really view it as an art form, which it which it is. So like if you had told somebody, hey, I want to be a painter and I'm going to spend these, I'm going to spend X amount of hours a day painting mm-hmm. people would respect it whether they like your work or not yeah right but they show they see that you're dedicated enough so they will respect your level of attention and focus and it's the same thing with comedy it's like mm-hmm. okay you can say you're a comic but we want to see you doing all the things that will make you a better comic do you know how to be sociable 
do you know what's going on in the world? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the other the other reality that I experienced is that I started late. A lot of people start comedy 18, 19 yeah, years old, 20, really 21, and don't really have any life or world experience. And so when I came from a career, I was already successful. I had, you know, I didn't have money, money, but I wasn't broke. I was eating ramen. Yeah. Um, so when I come with my experience and, and I know how to handle things professionally, they hated it. Like I would, you know, normally you come into a situation, you talk to someone, you're like, hi, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. My name is so-and-so. And you tell me a little bit about your life and yeah. your experiences. Or what do you do for a living? You know, so how you would talk to us here in this room and you go to comedy, your first time walking to a room, hi, how are you doing? My name is Chloe. What is your name? They Some people shut down and be like, oh, she wants something. She's not being yeah. genuine. Oh, I've had a situation like that. They call where, you networking when you're not. Ne- they hate networking. Yeah. Where I have this Even girl you should who be networking. Was, it's, you got to do it in a very organic way. But I have to, <laughs> okay. I have to ask yeah. you that. I just wanted to, because inter- I had that situation happen before where, I met this girl, um, and we've known each other in the space for a while, in the in the journalism space mm-hmm. for a while, and she went into comedy. And her and I went out for brunch, and I thought that it was just on some friendship stuff, and I was breaking into comedy. Mm-hmm. And I told her that, you know, that I'm interested in it, and that's something that I'm, I want to do, and I see you, I admire you. And she was like, oh, that's what this is about? And she completely changed her entire demeanor for the rest of the brunch, was really kind of rude to me, as if I was using her. Yeah. So I'm interested in knowing, like, as as, as you are, have been doing this for a while, obviously there's probably women that look up to you and want to mm-hmm. kind of pick your brain or want to be a part of what you're doing. Like, how do you handle that? How do you know it's, if it's networking or being an opportunist? Well, I think the, the reality is, is everybody has to network. You have to show your interest and get to know people in the industry. But what it is, is it's a difference of being like, do you have any pointers for me? If somebody comes to me, especially if we're at a club, we're at a show, maybe you just performed, I performed. Mm-hmm. And don't, the thing is, don't ask anybody to watch you because that, you give, you give in too much, you giving that person too much power. Because yeah. the reality is we're all in the same club on a Tuesday night. I'm not in a better position than you really. Right. Like, we're all getting paid nothing or 20 bucks. So don't ever give someone that power to be like, can you please watch me and tell me what you think? Now, if it's a situation of like maybe it's a showcase set or you're getting ready for an audition and you really value that person, you know them, y'all have a, a kind of like the camaraderie with each other, then it's okay. Yeah. But like, don't go like if, say, Regina, if you just came into a club and this is your first time at a club and I'm there already mm-hmm. and you're getting ready to go up, hey, Chloe, can you watch me? Don't do that because then it seems That's you're weird. trying to you're yeah. trying to expediate uh, something that's going to take time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, okay. but what I find interesting, and I don't maybe you, I don't know if this is like for you mm-hmm. when you were starting out. For myself, I've gone to places and I I've had a couple of random men try to tell me what how I should be and what I should do, and yeah. it's the weirdest things. And and I've been like, why? Who are you? Yeah. Oh no, guys think they're better at, at everything. So oh, yeah. God, it's yeah. like don't come over and tell me. Yeah. They're like, oh, like one guy told me, and I was wearing like a wife beater, like a baggier one. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the style now. Yeah. <laughs> a pair of like you know jeans like this with like a rip in yeah. it, and he's like. Oh, you know, you're 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 getting too dressed up for this whatever. And I'm like, I he didn't no, say hi, my name top. is Frank. And like, was it at like a was it at like an open mic? It was. It and was. Oh please that, and that's why he's at an open mic. Yeah. Ooh, and I'm like, I'm literally real. just starting out from last you know, I started last year, I'm trying yeah. to get into this. So I was just like, I knew not to listen to this man. But it's just so interesting to me the type of I mean people. what you should have said is I'm sorry, I have a job. I come from a place of work where I, I need to like, be professional. So, like, I would just laugh it off. I was just yeah. like, leave me alone. But the I don't reality is, you. you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of. The thing about being a woman in comedy is like, you have to, you have to show people how they can treat you. Yeah. If you don't speak up early up, 
enough, then they'll take, they'll try to like walk, walk all over yeah. you. So there's been times yeah. with, and, and the thing, the reality is like comics, we do rag on each other. Like we do of say course. the most like salacious, ridiculous, malicious things. But if you know each other, you guys are girls. So if yeah. you guys, if you are kiki all day long, you could say something real shady, mm -hmm. but it's funny because yeah. you know each other. And you yeah. have a mutual respect. But I was like, this man, I do not know this man. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, just, <laughs> just be like, I'm good. Thank you. you. Know. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I have no problem being like, Real quick, yeah, yeah, I want to um, switch gears a little bit because um, I know that you transitioned out of your career to get into comedy, and everybody knows what that takes is just yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. um, so, congratulations, Thank first you. of all, because that shit is amazing. You Thanks. know, I looked up to you <laughs> for several years, but you've been traveling yes. as yes, a comedian, on the road. which is essentially the bread and butter of what comedy yeah. is, is getting your shows. So let's talk about that because I personally enjoy watching you on social media oh, at all thanks. these like ridiculous towns. I yes. like your YouTube um I love the but cell what we really want to know is oh, yeah. how yeah. much money you make. <laughs> what we really want to know is, girl, how much is your taxes? <laughs> no, no, really. How, let's talk about traveling. Yeah, okay, so traveling. So I, I'm on the road a lot because I, I'm doing the college circuit, which is kind Ooh. of like the thing that most comics not the chick that's try to circuit. do. Oh, that's yeah, not the chick. Not the chick. Um, a get. That's a yeah. major get. The, yeah, so... Basically, the way it works in your career is like you you start with the open mics and you start getting into clubs in the city. You do you do guest spots. You get to some paid spots. Hopefully, you end up working a weekend. Weekends pay more than the weekdays. But if you can get into NACA, uh, which is like the National Association for College Activities or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, they have different regional and national conferences. And so you have to you have to have a college agent in order to kind of break into that. And so I was fortunate. And it just happened. Uh, and the thing, the thing that people tell you, and you're like, I don't get how this is ever going to work. Is like you cannot, you can't seek out management and representation. They just mm -hmm. have to. They find. They you. find you. They you find get discovered you. essentially. Yeah. And so I had to live at Gotham, which is um, this access television cable show mm -hmm. every Thursday. I did it, and then this guy just hit me on Facebook, like, "Hi, saw you on Access. Thought you were funny. I'm a college agent. I would love to work with you." And I was like, "Yeah, who hits me up on Facebook?" Mm -hmm. Time out. So New coming ways. from acting, mm -hmm. it, that is so, it's, I feel like I've heard so many different things, but I trust you more because I feel like some of the people I know are just fucking around. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're saying you think it's better, they, they find you. you yeah. So you don't, you, how do you feel about the showcases or going to these things where you can meet these agents or whatever? Because that's totally different from acting where... You know, yeah. You you need to put your position there, yourself out there. There are few. There are few people. There are few producers, not necessarily clubs, but few, very few producers who do shows in New York City who will do like, hey, I have a showcase coming up, and these agents will be there. Mm -hmm. And you can do them if you want. Um, the reality of you being the next Kevin Hart, because some agent saw you at some showcase that was done by a producer who's known for doing bringer shows, isn't really going to catapult you. Ooh. And the reality is, is that. You will, like I will, I will say this though, like I did, I did a showcase with a producer, a produce show, which is, I don't know if I'm trying to explain it, but like, you know, somebody, independent person comes into a comedy club right. and produces a comedy show. Uh -huh. They're not necessarily affiliated with the club, but this particular showcase that I did was to be seen by the owner of the club. Yes. And so the owner of the club saw me and he actually took notes on everybody on the show. He sat down with you after the show. He gave you nice. notes. He was like, you know, he gave me very constructive criticism. And I thought that that was invaluable because I'm dealing with the club owner at a club that I wanted to work at. And he also does management and the management company that he works for or is a part of 
owns clubs all over the country. Nice. So if you're going to do something like that, you need to really know yeah. who is going to be watching you. Mm -hmm. And also, you got to be ready. You don't want to be seen before you're ready because if you make a bad impression, people really, it's a hard thing to get a second look. Yeah. And so the other thing about the industry, industry, when you talk about like big agents like ICM and, you know, CAA and all that stuff, those people, they already know who you are long before you know they know who you are. Uh -huh. So after you've been doing it for a while, you start creating a buzz. Com it starts with the comics. If comics respect you and they start talking about they think you're funny, then the managers and the bookers of the club will hear the comics yeah. talking about you. And then the industry will go to those bookers and say, who do I need to know about? And then they say, oh, you should start watching this person. And mm -hmm. it's literally like a year or two year thing yeah. before anybody approaches you. They're like, oh, we've been watching you for a while. And you're just like, oh, you have? That's what yeah. I really take away from cool, it, too, is what you've said that other people have said that. And I think that's so important for comics. I think especially now because we live in such a, an American Idol quick rise. Oh, like, God, yeah. Or people think that it's so fast and easy that I think it's the scariest thing that people seem to be pushing to be seen before they have the material yeah. before they have yeah. the chops. Like for me, I'm like, I'm trying to just keep it going, see how it is until I know that I've got, because if someone called me tomorrow and was like, we love you, we, we saw your website or something yeah. ridiculous because you're a weird creeper, um, and we want you to do it, and I'd be like, great, I'd be like, I need to start, I need, I need to, to start yeah. getting the set together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, you can, sometimes you can step out on faith, like when I first got yeah. my college agent, I mean, he asked me, like, do you have an hour? And I was like, I don't, mm -hmm. I didn't tell him I didn't because I didn't want to mess up the yeah. opportunity, but from the time I signed with him until the time I had my first college, I had maybe like a month, and I just yeah. went to clubs, I was like, I need to do like 20 minutes, if yeah. possible, and he let me do it, and the first couple college shows were a little rough for me personally I don't think the audience could really tell but I knew that I was kind of struggling mm -hmm. but I've been doing colleges for over a year now I've done over a hundred schools and so like now the hour is nothing what's, so what's the you, greatest yeah I was about to sorry what's the best I think we're about to say like what's the best thing about doing colleges yeah I was gonna say do you have to as a black woman you know mm -hmm. you have certain material that you do that's your truth yeah. is that changing when you go mm -hmm. to like Wisconsin no, or no 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 I keep it I keep it 100% who I I mean, there are restrictions when you do colleges. Like you, you know, college kids of today are very PC and have a lot of guilt. Yeah, I was about to say, how does it work with like gay jokes? Oh no, don't do because that's college. You can't. I gotta cut all. Can't do your gay shit. No more Holocaust jokes. All right. No more gay jokes. Yeah, how does that work? You can't. You can't talk about gay. You can't talk. You can't say the word retarded. People will get up and leave. Come on. They're very sensitive. I feel like comedy is supposed kids. to be that safe yeah, space where you can go. Well, what's hard for me is when reality. I say retired, I really mean like handicaps. Like I mean retired. Not like you're well, but you can't be out there like Tosh.0 like oh, but doing I, all the. Do you really think? Wow. You, you can't. Like, I'm telling you. You can't talk about race. Oh. You can't talk about race or racism. You can't talk That's about like all weight. I talk you about. You can't yeah. call somebody fat. You can call yourself fat. Because you've been on a weight loss journey, yeah, so you but, can't. But you, even then, but then they look at me now and they're like, "If I mention, but like, I'm fat, you look good yeah. To me, yeah." So if I mention, like, "Oh, I was a fat kid," they're like, "Oh, oh god." So it's like, you like, can't. That's so crazy. I mean, there's ways to go about it, but like, there and also it's regional. Like, I've been literally all over this country, and each region has it reacts to different things. I was in Utah, and everybody's Mormon, and so I know I couldn't talk about drinking. I couldn't talk Jesus. about. Sex. And now I'm gonna talk about sex. I talk about like condoms because that's the reality. Getting condoms on college campus mm -hmm. and how funny it is. You're trying to sneak and get condoms. You don't nobody know your business. Like that's the reality. Yeah. 
Can't talk about that in Utah. If you see a couple in Utah, you're like, oh, is this your girlfriend? No, this is my wife. We just got married six weeks ago. Oh, and you still yeah. go to the school? Oh, yeah, we're sophomores. Yeah. Like, they're married. So is it they're something married. that you that do the beforehand? Way I before, I go on, before I go on stage, I have a contract with all the schools. And if there's anything specific that I need to be aware of, there's notes made. When I get there, I'll still ask them, hey, is this PG, PG-13 show? And then the kids will be like, you can have fun. And it, I know they're just saying you could. they don't really know what I mean by PG, PG-13. PG so I'll say... Is this a dry campus? Do they serve alcohol? Can you have drinks on on school camp, on school grounds? Do they give out condoms? Like those are the questions that I use to gauge that the material. So good to know. Yeah. So I stuff. yeah. So I have to adjust depending on the answer. Like I was at one school. I was like, is there anything I need to know? And something told me. I was like, is there anything I need to know about the school? And they were like, oh no no, everything is good. You'll be fine. And they just like, yeah, we give out condoms. Yeah, you can drink. And I was like, okay. And like two minutes so before, I can be a crazy. Yeah, and so two minutes before, they was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we just found a student dead three days ago. He was missing for two weeks. So you probably wouldn't want to do anything about like people missing." Or <laughs> You're like, "Well, You're damn, like, well, that's that my whole set. That yeah. was my murder. That set. goes my yeah, Dominic yeah. Ramsey joke." Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, thank you for telling me that. It's very important." And you went to NYU. I did it go to NYU? Yep. I did as well. Yep, study journalism. Okay, so you were in um, CAS? I was in CAS. I was there before they got the new fancy journalism building. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry. I had Professor Dan, really nice. Professor Newkirk. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the well, only two professors, black professors that were I feel <laughs> yeah. like we got so many nuggets from you. I could talk to you literally for yeah. the next three weeks and, so you and still not run out of stuff. I, I don't want to make I don't make sure you guys but don't I, miss anything. No, well, no, I it's game time. It's game time. I game personally want to keep going, but I game know the time, time is limited. Chloe's a busy girl. So we have some games we want to play with you because... You're amazing, and you're funny, and ridiculously amazing. So, so. Chloe, we want you to put on your jammies because we are never. We're gonna sleep over. We're gonna sleep over. We're never gonna grow up. And um, we want to. For our first game is called Mary Bang or Read. It's our version of Mary Kill okay. or Fuck okay. because we ain't killing nobody here. Blood does not wash out easy, girls. Right. And um, we don't fuck. We bang. We bang. Because okay. it's sweeter. So I've got three. Danielle's got three. Yes. Hers mm -hmm. are more um, comedy related. Mine are more pop culture related. Okay. So and Mary we also want to hear your read. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mary, bang, or read. Jeffrey Ross, Louis C.K., and Ari Schaefer. <sighs> okay, wait. What are the covers again? You got Mary... Bang. So Bang. marry him, would you sleep with him, or would you let him know what's up? Read him. And who are they again? <laughs> Jeffrey Ross. Yes. Louis C.K. Uh-huh. And Ari Schaefer. I'll, um, Ari Hosta. I would, all right, I would marry Louis C.K. I love Louis C.K. Like, because I'm in love with him. Because something about him, I think he, I I'm think in he love with him. with black chicks, and he just doesn't want anybody to know. Um, <laughs> he does. Yeah, he's very simple. Oh, the wife in his in his uh, yeah, Netflix series yeah, is black, yeah. which was mm -hmm. random. It's and we don't random. understand that, but they no. try to explain it in season yeah. two, but they gloss over it. Let her talk. No, no, no. <laughs> I think, and I, I think I like his mind. What like is what I don't? Okay, let me. Okay, let me so like, I would, no, must be like I was, and then let her talk. And then okay. I remembered. So I, I would marry. So I would marry. I would marry Louis C.K. Me too. And I know Ari, like for real. I would say I would I would bang him, and then here he comes. I would read Jeffrey Ross. He's gonna be at your next show. Like, what did you say? Yeah, no, I mean he's fine. He's sweet. He's so sweet. Chloe, this is the thing about Ari. Then I don't. I mean, I know him, but I don't know him like with his girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? So, but the reality is that a lot of times people see you perform on stage and they think that's who you are all the time. And I've known, I've seen him. I've met him socially and just saw him recently. So I know he gets a lot of flack for the shit. And he does. He pushes the envelope. Oh, he really, God. truly, truly does. But, like, there's a method to it. It's yeah. not It's not, It's not. not just to hurt people's feelings. It's a method. 
And, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to talk shit about my set one day, too. Why are you reading Jeffrey? Um, Why not? Because he's a little sloppy. He's so... I'm just... I don't want anything to do with him. Yeah, he's a little... He's a little skeevy. He's I can't. gross. He's so I don't he's, want it. He's you know, sweet. He's nice, too. He's my friends once. It was really awkward. Yeah, he's sweet. He's nice, but the ball... <laughs> what would you read to him? What would you say? Do something else besides roasts. Yeah, it's hard though. Is that your career choice? No. Yeah. Well, no, but does he produce? The I feel roast? like he has some type we of stock involved. He, some, he has something. I think he has something to do with it. Yeah. I, is he is never drunk? Is he never not drunk? You. Everybody gets drunk at those roasts. Are you kidding me? I mean, I feel They're like his personality is always yeah. drunk. Yeah. Yeah. They, all the jokes are pre-written. Of course. Ooh, of course. They, they yeah. give you. They give you a comic. They give it like each person two people to help them write. I knew Same it. Same thing with Midnight. Midnight, they read the jokes before, too. Uh, you can tell those mm, jokes are written yeah. because some people are really bad at delivering. <laughs> How does one like, get a job there? I'm like, where do you go you to, put to write these jokes? Okay, next one. Oh, wait, can okay, I do one? Pop. Spit it up. Okay, sorry. Split it up. So the, we're going to do um, the white girl version. Okay. White-ish. Um, Ariana Grande. What? Of Mary Bang and, and Ree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I thought this would be fun. So Ariana Grande. I about that clam Miley Cyrus. Oh. And Iggy Azalea. Oh, God. Are you serious? I'm sorry. I know. Um, I wanted you guys to react to that. Because you know mm, I would bang mm, the hell out of Iggy Azalea. Um, ew. Definitely not. What? Definitely not. Everybody definitely hates not. her in America, but I... Definitely not. In America. Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> I feel like she's not. big in France. First of all... Marry? Uh, well, I'm marrying Miley because that check. I, yeah, I would marry. I would marry Ooh, Miley only because I feel like she can be tamed. She's not as crazy as she appears. I think to be. she's manufactured crazy. She, no, she's she's breaking free. She's trying. She's she's getting rid of her, all her old branding. She, she never went to broke. college. Yeah. So she's never had that time. To yeah. Be so wild. this is yeah. This is her being wild. It's uh, it's a it's a respectable wild. Um. Um. I would. I wouldn't. Bang either the other other two. I feel like Iggy is probably a little stinky and a pooch, and <laughs> uh, Ariana has a body of a twelve-year-old boy. I can't take she's it. She's so young. I don't understand so what skinny. she's doing in life. She's, she's so thin. She's so, so petite. Tiny. Everything she does she's is confusing. You can't hear what she's singing. You just, I don't know how she. I don't know how Big Sean is like. That. I don't get it. I don't want nothing to do with that relationship. I don't You're know. I'm pretty sure she's I like can't. really hood in real life because it comes out every once in a while she talks. Ariana Grande, yes. Yeah. She's, like, she's, she's like from a, Miami, honey. Yeah, she's a, she's a Latina um, Whitney Houston. She's going to be on some drugs soon. Woo! Latina Whitney Houston. Is Big Sean her Bobby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only did one line of coke, but she all the time <laughs> was like, hey, That was like a put Bobby Brown fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Chris Rock, Hannibal Burris. Or Trevor Noah. His eyes are mad close together. Oh, oh I, I think Hannibal is cute. All right. Um, I love mm, uh, I know Hannibal. I can't. Like, really, girl? Is he gross? Me. No, no. Like, I just okay. don't. I can't. Like, I know him to As not want to, yeah. like, no bang him. No. Oh. Um, I would marry Trevor. Of course. Would you? Yeah. Those white-skinned babies, girl? Yeah. No, no. Trevor's, he's not, I've never, I don't know him, but he's, um, he's, Really smart, really, really smart, really Cute. funny. Um, and you have no, like, you know, do you really know his like life story for real, for real? No, oh, give us a little. Deep. Well, I saw this stand up on Netflix, but then I read about him, and it's his mother is black South African, his father is white South African. Their relationship was banned because of apartheid, so they lived on different sides of town. His mom had to act like she was his white dad's housekeeper so that he can be in a house with his dad. Mm -hmm. Then they got separated because apartheid like really blew up really big. And then later in life, he never really saw his dad for like a number of years. And then after apartheid, his mom remarried another guy who was crazy and tried to kill her yes. and shoot him. 
It's a deep story. It's so hard to read that. And so it's interesting, like when people, and then he did his first like special two years in, like two two years in, he Mm. did like his first like hour special, and it's been like big all over the country, all over the world, and he's just now gonna get here. So it's interesting when people give him shit because it's like you really don't even know. You don't even know. You just know my tweets and you're mad. Yeah, and those tweets are old. So so, but that would leave you reading who? Um. You know, I guess I mean I'm not sleeping with Hannibal, so be taking that off the table. Off the table. Um, I guess I would read. I guess I would read this guy. What he do? Um, leaving that beautiful I black th- wait, woman. Wait, I think that actually leads years. you reading Hannibal. Yeah, you gotta you read Hannibal because you're marrying Trevor. You gotta. You gotta yes, bang Chris Rock. Chris. All right, I guess I'll bang Chris Rock. It's interesting. I would be down to do that. I don't want to do it because he's too skinny. But that's a whole he's, other. Oh, I'll, I will he, marry Chris Rock. Oh, not because no. I like that, but he's, he's like doing I things. I love Chris Rock. Love him. I do. I respect him. But I'm sure I don't want to read any of these guys. I don't know. Yeah. This is really hard. No, oh. Hannibal. I, yeah, I'm I not so, Hannibal. I nah. Hannibal. No. Um, I think Hannibal's Hannibal. We're gonna do. And I hate it because I keep saying like I know these people and I know how it sounds when people. No, like, no, 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 no. no. We understand. I'm, I don't want to sound like Angie Martinez. Uh, <laughs> I, I know everybody. Uh, or Tyra Banks. Oh, I know God. everybody. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, I'm kind of torn of who I want to do next because I really want to do the Kardashian sisters. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> do not talk about that. But we already asked somebody else about the Kardashians, too. We, yeah, so we did. Don't bring them up. So, and she also hates Amber Rose, and I really want to put oh Amber Rose. Why? I Why? Thank you, Wait, Chloe. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Thank I don't you, hate Chloe. Amber Rose. I just don't thirst for her like you do she thinks no, i thirst for her because i like the girl listen amber rose is real she's a real she's woman a bitch. She's, she's a real ass bitch she's a I girl didn't, from the i didn't hood say and... any of those things i just don't think she i mean she's neither here nor there to me this is why i like amber rose because she knows when not to talk yeah mm. and when talk, to talk yeah if she talked all the time then it just there's still an air of mystery around yeah. her no, I feel like I could care. Amber Rose is like Aaliyah, like just don't talk. Rihanna's a mystery, just don't exactly. talk too much. No, she she talks just do enough. not put Rihanna and Amber Rose because I am Rihanna, na- Riri Nation. Well, Riri's actually in the like, next trio. Rihanna and Amber are the same person. But I like Amber Rose. I think they I like are. the way she looks at it, but I just don't think, I never think about her. I'm like, Rihanna and, and Amber use their body the same way. Mm-hmm. They have the same gaudy tattoos. They fuck the same amount of black guys. With, and with probably big, the same black I love guys. Rihanna. And you just don't even think should be putting her. They're the same she's person. They both the, tripping over the dick. They're the both, Asian queen. They're both super ratchet. They I both bet. I would totally hang out with both of them. Both of them. Yeah. But Rem Rose can't be bringing no babies and shit with her. No, that'll be the weekend he's with Wiz. And right. Big, big head baby. Big kid of yeah. So right. this trio includes Who Rihanna. It? Okay. It's going to be Beyonce, oh. Mother B, Rihanna, and this is a random, but she's kind of relevant because she kissed Drake, Madonna. What? Mm. She was at the title announcement. I just needed somebody else on that level. We're doing title of uh, edition. The title of edition. Um, I would, I would marry Madonna. I really? would sleep with Rihanna, and I would read Beyonce. Oh, what would you say to B? I think she's boring. They she's would put boring. B's all over your profile. You better be careful. She's. I think she's boring and not a real person. And, well, I mean, she she's manufactured. She's been doing. This yeah. is I have a theory, and it's not mine. And this is a person who I don't fuck with anymore. So I'm not gonna say give him credit. But this person that I know said 
the age in which you become famous is the mentality you keep for the duration of, of your course. life. Well, 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 he's still fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why Raven said that she's from every continent in Africa, isn't it? Well, and she's that's still four. She was famous at four, and I'm saying like you've been famous <laughs> your whole life. You know, like that's why I don't understand people are so shocked by Justin Bieber. I'm like, he's been that famous twelve. Like, it, no one Little is Wayne ever is going to tell him no. Oh God, no yeah. one's ever and. I wouldn't marry Beyonce because I feel like that's too much work. No, I don't think it's a lot of work. I feel like she gets on your nerves. I don't think Jay-Z genuinely loves her. Oh, of Um, course he does. No, it's a power play. I don't think he genuinely loves her. I'm sorry. I really just don't. I think she's lovable and I think she's really, I just feel like she needs a lot of love. No, I think the thing is that she. Validation. You gotta realize they're like 10 years apart. So, yeah, like she looks at him like a daddy. Yeah. Because look at her daddy. He ain't shit. Yeah, Matthew so, knows ain't shit. So I mean, that's a relationship yeah, that had terrible. to grow over ten years time before they could really kind of almost be on the same level. Right. Because they were married. sneaking around when Beyonce was, she was too 17, young. Seventeen, eighteen. She oh. was too young, and they were sneaking around for sure. But whenever the devil decided to make her like <laughs> the yeah. person that we all care about, yeah. she was like, "Okay, I got to sign up for this Jay Z stuff." And oh. it just the relationship blossomed from there. And then when they could tell us about it was when Beyonce was what like twenty two. Yeah, well, they're hinting at it, yeah. They when they could actually up. tell us I about totally it. forgot all about that. You're so right, though. They were, yeah. yeah, they were together when she was a teenager. Oh, my gosh. See, I would marry Rihanna because I just think Your she life would be in shambles. No, because I feel like she, like, all she really wants to do is get in the kitchen, cook for you. Rihanna no, would be Rihanna Rihanna also cook crack. She no, Rihanna will roll dinner. you a blunt and cook you. So I'm telling you right now. Only thing she will do is roll she, you a blunt. I think mm. she would be like, oh. I think yeah. Madonna is a good wife. She is and a mother. And Ma- a mother. Madonna's so scary. I'm yeah, sorry. but that, that's fine. It's, that's what marriage is. Marriage is scary. You married? Ain't you yeah, it's yeah. scary. Ain't you scared of shit when you go home every night? <laughs> same person. It's scary. I'm scared. Oh, I watch. I, that's why I can't. I watch too much forensic files. I know. Oh, like, yes. I don't or snap. No, no, yeah, I had to stop. I had to make a commitment to a friend that I would stop watching. And I tweeted about it. It's true. I had. To stop. I used to watch with my husband, and he was mm-hmm. like, "You're getting ideas." It's too much. <laughs> like crazy. You, uh... the, the thing that always makes me really upset about Snap is I really do believe some people did not have an, a clue, a clue, and then one day they're like, "You're cheating on me." Oh, yeah, you go crazy. Especially, this is the thing. It's like if you've been cheated on and you're a stay-at-home wife and you've dedicated your life to this family and these kids and he's just out there just plowing everybody and everything. Or the worst ones is when they, um, like, when the husband has no money and then they find out that, oh, but that's what white people do. We know you got no money. (laughs) Okay, wait. So my my final. You broke. My final is uh, also ladies. But the black ladies in comedy. Um, Shashir Zameda. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg yeah. or Wanda Sykes. At <laughs> least we know Wanda can eat that box. Y'all saw Taraji play Wanda? Yes. I can't. Y'all making it so hard. All right. I love Whoopi Goldberg, so I would marry her. I, I love her, super, too. I think she's super smart. I think she's so talented. I'm going to throw away all them woman. shoes. I love, I love her. I love, love her, her little shoes. From that's one purpose. I, that's actually one person I, I really want to meet. I want to meet Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, my God. Um, so I would marry her. I yeah, would... I would sleep with Wanda because of last comic standing. Thank you, Wanda. Yeah. Um, and I know Shashir. Damn, I fucking hate saying that I know these people. <laughs> um, I guess I would read her. Yeah, it would be a very friendly read. Yeah. What would you say? What would you say? Um, why don't you call me? Um, <laughs> hey, girl, see you've been doing big things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It would be a nice. Bitch, why didn't you tell me? Oh my god, we didn't even get to talk about last comic standing. We did. Oh yeah, I was on it. It was a year ago. Nobody cares. No, I saw it. 
I know, but it's about to come up with a new season. Listen, these things. Well, why are, do they take so long in between seasons? Like they're Game of Thrones. And why don't they promote? No, it's every summer they do it. It'll the new season. I guess, I guess I'm used to that American well, no. Idol where it's like. Oh no, no, no! The season I was on last year, they took like a three or four year break, and then yes. Wanda and her partner, Paige, not her partner, but her business partner, not her wife, okay. not her wife. Her business, they, their company, Pushy Productions, took over the brand, took over the franchise, and then. And they why restarted. was there a three year hiatus? Because the ratings weren't doing well. I mean, it had changed executive producer hands a couple times the first couple seasons so it went from just being straight comedy to let's film in a house reality being oh. in Las Vegas it just did a bunch of different things and you know reality TV doesn't really do well on network television outside of Big Brother and even that you know that and Survivor Netflix and also people were really pissed about that guy who won and then he they felt people felt like it was set up or something. Remember, I that, that was a part of it because yeah. there was a lot of nepotism. There were people behind the stage, behind the scenes, who were managing people on the show. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of things that they kind of had to like just clean house and like let it breathe. And then they brought it back last year, so it was season eight, mm-hmm. um, and I was on that, and it went well. It was fun. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. You look really good on camera. <laughs> Thank yes. you. You do, you do. So we have one more game. I yeah. know your time is limited. No, we, well, well, you have to go, too. I've, I've emailed her at this point. I probably right. ain't going to make it. Um, <laughs> so this one is uh, Would You Rather. Okay. And Legina has come up with some really cool. I only have one. Okay. But I, I have a few. Okay, I feel like we can, by the time we start talking, we'll come okay. up more. Um, but, like, you know how, like, the Would You Rather game goes where you, like, you pit stuff against this each other. Yes. Yeah. So we want to do the comedy version, and mm-hmm. these are all, like, performance scenarios. Okay. So, would you rather perform for an all-black audience mm-hmm. that's had an open bar for two hours, mm-hmm. or the Republican convention? Mm-hmm. I would do the Republican convention only because I can play off their white guilt. <laughs> and they, white people, I was telling Adina this they last week, white people shit. love laughing at their own white yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. I really yeah. do I mean, love but you know, but you can make them really make them really really uncomfortable and then you know they have to laugh at themselves because they want to seem like they don't they don't want to feel guilty yeah. they're like oh god yeah. that's not me like, I, get her her all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to talk about all the things all the stupid shit they do which is fun yeah give us one stupid thing that white people do i mean i don't want to lump all white people together no white republicans white republicans yes. um they hate immigration but they all have illegal nannies oh and girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And, and, right. Yeah. Actually, sorry, real quick, to interrupt the game. One thing, because Danielle did uh, a show last week, and she had some boisterous people. Like, have you had a heckler Hecklers? experience? Yeah. You the whole gotta, audience you was gotta screaming. You got to shut them down. What? Oh, you know, this was Ha Ha Thursdays. I already put it out there. It's Ha Ha Thursdays at Chance 11 in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it every Thursday night, and the crowd is so very Brooklyn. Well, the thing is that, okay, so, I mean, you, you did a nigga night. It, it was, was a nigga it was night. A nigga night. It was. And the reality they is... They basically did my set. Yeah, when you do a nigga night, you have to... This is the problem with nigga nights, is that most times the host has no control over the room. Mm. And so because so the host true. has no control and they're not really trying to command the attention of the people, that doesn't tell the people to respect the comics in the room. So if you do have somebody, it shouldn't be your, especially if you're not, if you're not the host and you're not the first or second comic up, you shouldn't be having to tell people to be quiet and, and pay attention. And then once you do that, then they're like, why are you telling me what to do? And then it just becomes like become this whole like, contentious thing. Mm. Yeah. So, and then also with, you know, I mean, there is a difference between appealing to like 
a predominantly black audience, a mainstream audience, an all-white, an alternative, or a hipster room. Like, there are different things that you kind of play off of. And black people are very vocal. And they like, mm-hmm. you know, if they like you, if they don't like you. And they all think that they're just as funny as whoever's on the stage. Mm. Especially if you're a woman, they think that them calling out is helping you because I've had it. Me and this dude. <laughs> Helping I was you. in Footprints and East Flatbush or someplace in oh, yes, Superhood. Yeah. And I was on stage and he literally came in. It's a restaurant and they have like a stage in the front. And he came in to get his takeout food. And that's like from him walking in the door to get his takeout, he interrupted my entire set <laughs> and was jumping in and the jokes and trying to snap on me. So I had to cuss him out and like, like but in a your funny oxtail, way. Oxtail and he got, his fu- got his food. Get your Rasta pasta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got his food, walked back out, got to the door. He was like, yo, you really funny, sister. I was just trying to help you out. And I was like, yeah, you're trying. Right. Trying to make the word here. Yeah, yeah. Always so you just, I mean, it's def- you got to really mentally prepare when you go to different types of rooms. But the other, the reality is you don't ever want to pander. You don't ever want to change your set because you're like, oh, they're all black or they're all white. You don't ever want to change your material or your delivery. But you have to know, like, what little things are different. Like, they mm-hmm. laugh at different places. They're... You know, they just do different things. They engage differently. They listen and consume differently. And I'm just, I'm just saying, every different type of yes. audience, yes. they just do that. Yeah. yeah, it's also really weird too that, and like you were saying, it comedy is a craft, and it's so strange to me. Like when you tell someone, like, oh, I went to comedy, like, oh yeah, like it's no big deal. Yeah. So either people are like, that's so, t- I would never, it's so scary, or, and and I think a lot of people do think that they can just because they're naturally funny or witty in real mm-hmm. life that they can get up there and do a set. And it's that's, I mean, so and that's the, different. the great thing about me being on the road, especially dealing with college kids. College kids, those students that have watched me or seen me at their schools are going to grow up. And then when I'm on the road, they'll come out and they'll tell people to come see me. Uh-huh. And they'll grow. So I know how sensitive America is, different parts of the country. You, you get to It forces you to find the funny in things that aren't shocking. Because it's so easy to go up there and tell dick yeah. pussy jokes. <laughs> it's so easy to talk about, you know, smoking weed. It's so easy to do those things. So when you have to find, like, the nuances... That are going to strike a chord with mainstream. It, it prepares you to be a better comic versus yeah. going up there and be like, I don't understand why they don't get my Caribbean jokes. <laughs> like, because you're in Nebraska. They're not going to get your They're Caribbean like, what? Jokes. Yeah, they have no idea. Like, yeah, they no, don't even know what a Puerto Rican is. I'm like, do they even know what jerk chicken is? Yeah, yeah. you can't go to be like, I was in a bodega. They're like, what is a like, bodega? Yeah. 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 So you just have to, you kind of have to like broaden your, your spectrum of things that you talk about if you want to be a mainstream national comic. And yeah. is that your ultimate goal? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to be on the road. I want to yeah. get into producing. You know, I want to incorporate my journalism background and write and direct and do all those things. I, I enjoy all of that. It's all for me. It's all a part of storytelling. Like when I'm on stage, I talk about my life and the things that I've experienced. And that's why it's important. Even, you know, you ladies starting later, you have life experience to talk yeah. about. You yeah. Have yeah. I don't even you. know what I would I, well, I always wanted to. But I'm so glad I've started now because if I had started 18, I don't even. I probably would have died every time. Yo, my stuff would have been yeah. so hoary. I would have been like, yeah. this is my third STD this week. Yeah. And, but, and that's why. And that's why you. No, I'd be like, yeah. I've been crying. It would have been so. You would have. What happened is you would have. You would have struggled. You would have struggled from like 18 to 28 if you stuck with it, and then you would have had a breakthrough, and then you would have transitioned. That's why, like, when I first started doing comedy, I reached out to Damian Lemon because he had transitioned from media to comedy, and he had been doing it for like six or seven years. At the time, dirt poor, and I was like, listen, I will take you to dinner if you will tell me about comedy. And then I took him. He was like, yeah, I, you have to buy me dinner. And so we went to Dallas BBQ's on 23rd Street and 8th. 
You got, and you got something to go. You got something and that's actually down? the gay BBQ. Oh, yeah, it is. No, no, but this is like, I know this is He's definitely not gay. Um, but we were sitting there and he was telling me everything and he was like, you know, when you start doing comedy, it's really hard. You know, you should definitely start doing open mics, try and get your own show so that you can get, you can get up on a weekly or monthly basis so you have a room where you can control it and perform. And it also allows you to meet other comics. I did that. I had like I've had like probably three or four different rooms, different shows that I've produced by myself over other people. And then he was like, "It's gonna take you about a good like eight years to really see anything happen." And I was in my mind, I didn't say this. I was like, "Yeah, I don't have eight years." Oh, no, <laughs> people tell I just like, like myself, listen. like, "Girl, I'm gonna be 40. Yeah, like, it's just a lot. I don't have eight years, uh-uh. and I don't have eight years. And from then to now, it's been four years, and I've already done a lot of stuff. And I still don't have a manager. I don't have an agent. I have a college agent, but I don't have like a, a tell, like a holiday. Hollywood agent but I mean it can be done but I think the advantage I have is that I came into it as a, a grown woman and a professional and so if you attack it meticulously you know like if you put a plan in place and say I'm going to do this this day I'm going to meet this person I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do this show these are my monthly goals you will do it better than just being like I'm just so happy to be here because I'm 18 and I didn't want to go to college well yeah mm. yeah Let's do one more. One more, and then we'll let you go. We'll, we'll release you <laughs> to the world. Um, I'm sort of torn which one I want to go for, but let's say perform your, would you rather mm-hmm. perform your dirtiest jokes for your grandmother mm-hmm. or your sexiest jokes for your mama? I would do my sexiest jokes for my mama. Oh. Yeah, easily. Me and my mom are super cool. Oh. I love my mom. And I'm so you can talk about like... Sucking a dick from the back or something like that. I would do it because it because what the it, hell is that to I would do it. Yeah, I would do it. You don't agree, you married, you ain't sucking dick from the back. I know. I don't know what that means. All right, he's on mm. his knees, mm-hmm. like doggy style. Mm-hmm. He's on all fours, and you are behind him pulling his dick back. Pulling it back and, and through. You, yeah. No. And you look I, I don't know how you got married then. I'm like, how did she get a ring? <laughs> I'm married sucking all the dicks from the back. <laughs> So, Chloe actually has a show. She's headlining and doing her thing. Yes. Coming up. Can you tell them where your show is and everything they need to know about getting tickets? Tuesday, April 28th, 7.30 at Caroline's on Broadway, which is like 50th and Broadway. Mm -hmm. Um, If you go to carolines.com, click on the calendar for Tuesday, the 28th. And when you go to checkout, because you're friends of these lovely ladies, you enter the password breakout and you get $5 tickets instead of $16. Which is ridiculous. $5 on a Chloe? Yes. And if you can't remember that, we will have the link on our website, on SoundCloud, and justnotforcity.com. Chloe Hilliard. (laughs) Of the South Carolina Hilliard. (laughs) Of the Hilliard Plantation. We adore you. We you cannot wait me. to see you continue and to where, rise. But where can we find you? Um, just go to ChloeHilliard.com. I'm on the road until the middle of May, and then I'll be all over the city in the summer and into the fall. Yeah. We are so looking forward to seeing you yeah. everywhere. Sorry, I'm just running over. I yes. mean, you ladies, let me know when you have shows. I'll come in and check you guys out. We will. I'm not doing no nigga night so, but... <laughs> you know, like, I want to hear but, it, yes. but... I'll send you audio. How <laughs> yeah, about that? But thank you so much, Chloe. As Legina was saying, we are so glad to have you on thank the show. You, you are this is such a gift for us. Fantastic. So Appreciate okay. it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm gonna get drunk now. You got a bottle of. Uh, we still got a full bottle of salsa. Get it cracking. Salsa. 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 Bye. Bye. See you guys.